All right, welcome to February 3rd on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. 1959, The Day the Music Died. Bye Bye Miss American Pie. Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and J.P., the Big Bopper Richardson, were killed in an airplane crash on February 3rd, 1959. They were having problems with their tour bus, so Holly chartered a plane to take them to the Winter Dance Party Tour. His bassist, Waylon Jennings, gave up his seat to Richardson, who was sick and needed to get to a doctor. Valens won a coin toss to get on board. Buddy Holiday was already a couple years into stardom and was 22. The Big Bopper had a top 10 hit with Chantelle Lace. Valens was only 17, but had already scored big time with La Bamba, among other songs, four months prior. The cause of the crash was blamed on pilot error, which is odd because the pilot was highly experienced and knew the area very well. Holly's pistol was found near the crash site two months later, implying that a firearm may have been discharged, which took down the plane. In 2015, the investigation was reopened to check for reasons why the plane went down, and it's believed to be due to failure of the right rudder, improper weight distribution, or something else. Revolution News 1781, the race for Dan. Yesterday, I talked about Continental General Nathaniel Green arriving in North Carolina for a much needed rest and refueling. British General Charles Cornwallis was after him and his men and were catching up. There was literally a race to the Dan River, which ran through North Carolina and Virginia near the border. If Green won the race, he could cross the river and block Cornwallis from his supplies in Virginia. But, if Cornwallis won the race, he could easily defeat Green's army. Both men knew this. Green had an advantage over Cornwallis, the canoe. As legend has it, Polish engineer and military advisor Thaddeus Kosluszko made canoes available for Green and took it one step further. He accurately predicted the two-day interval between a heavy rainfall and rising river water. Green beat Cornwallis to the Yadkin and by the time Cornwallis got there, the river had risen to the point to where Cornwallis couldn't cross. Instead, the next morning, Cornwallis saw Green's camp on the other side of the river and started shooting. But the camp was too far away, and Cornwallis was unable to do any damage at all. He would have to march his forces to a much more shallow area and wouldn't finish crossing the Yadkin until February 7th, which by then... Green had a two-day head start on Cornwallis. 2007. Happy anniversary, jackass prankster, Bam Margera and Missy Rothstein. I can't help but wonder if she married him for his life insurance policy. Then again, I question if his life is even insurable. And moving on to Super Bowl news now, 2002, Super Bowl 36. Tom Brady and the New England Pats v. Kurt Warner and the greatest show on turf, St. Louis Rams. Mariah Carey sang the Star Spangled Banner and you 2 played halftime. This would be a particularly patriotic game, as you can imagine, since it followed the 9-11 terrorist attacks. The Rams were favored by 16 points. Another thrilling finish. It was tied with a little over a minute to go. Tom Brady had no timeouts left but was able to lead his team down the field and Adam Vinatieri scored the game-winning kick 
again, like money. And that's it for February 3rd on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Thanks for listening.